have. Uh, got to enjoy an extra day with the family after the long, eventful weekend. So that was nice. Yeah. What'd you guys do? Today, uh, what did we do? We had breakfast. That was good. Had uh, pancakes for breakfast. I don't think That's... anybody cares about that. Did you go anywhere? Did you do anything? Yeah, we had to. We did. We had to run to O'Fallon and you know grab some some whatever stuff. We did stop at Gators. Gators fabulous custard. You ever been out there? No, I have not. Ooh, it's between uh, Shiloh and O'Fallon. Okay. And it's so good. That's what people want to hear about. Yes, we went to Gators. Got some good ice cream. Uh, only enjoyed it for about five minutes because it's like 115 degrees outside. You yeah. know, so uh, then we had soup. Uh, that was actually <laughs> that was the ice cream. Uh, yeah, that's, that's about all we did today. Just good. a lot of rest. Good family time though. It was. Yeah. It was very good. What'd you do today? Um, worked here for a little bit and uh, went to the gym and then about had a heat stroke walking my dog for ten minutes outside. Yeah. It's just so hot, bro. It is. Yeah. It's just gonna get hotter this week. Yeah. By the time y'all are listening to this on Wednesday, it's going to be real hot. Yeah, that's the day we're going to be at Holiday World. So it's going to be awesome. 100 degrees, walking around on that hot pavement. I'm just going to be in the pool area the whole time. Yeah, that's and be like, said who's yesterday. that fat white guy out there? Just standing uh, yeah. in the wave pool. I promise I have kids. <laughs> Drenched in sunscreen. Yeah. So, um, yeah, man. Uh, so we had super uh, busy week. Uh, began last week with Vacation Bible School. Celebrated that this weekend. We had over 100 kids come. Uh, throughout the week, kids participated. Uh, really, that the theme was uh, what our identities in, or that we're image bearers of God, what God has done to redeem us. And so, awesome time. Had great time op- opportunities to share the gospel. Um, invited families to come out uh, this past weekend as well uh, to our old school church picnic. And so, share a little bit of what we did there for the, for those who skipped. Yeah, church in the park. You did. You missed something awesome. Um, again, you didn't miss the heat because it was super duper hot out there, but it was a great time. Um, started off with worship. Worship was good. The kids from VBS got to come up and they sang two of their songs, um, led by, uh, Miss Marty. And, uh, I guess a quick stop. Thanks to all the, the, parents and youth and families and everybody that helped out yeah. at VBS. Um, so that tons was, of people. Tons of volunteers. Yeah. We had more kids volunteering from the youth group that actually attend youth group. Yeah. So that was awesome. <laughs> on the regular. Yeah. But um, so we had that. It was good worship. Uh, like you said earlier, your shortest sermon ever, sub 20 minutes. Uh, packed a lot of good stuff in there, though. So if you missed it, uh, sorry about that, y'all. You don't get to hear uh, Danny preach under 45 minutes yeah. ever again. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we had sack race, egg races, balloon toss, uh, the kids that uh, they, they raised uh, during VBS over $700 for the Mosaic Pregnancy Center. And uh, so the girls filled up a bucket and the boys filled up a bucket during VBS. Mm-hmm. And the girls won. They collected the most money. And theirs they, weighed the most. We do it yeah, by change. Okay. So, so if you brought a dollar, a kid Ooh. who brought 10 pennies actually would have beat you that day because 10 pennies weighs more than a dollar. So it's a creative, fun way for us to, to teach kids that it's good to give. It's good to give to uh, programs and, and ministries that uh, we believe uh, support the mission of God. And defending life is absolutely something that we want to um, teach the kids about, and in a world that, and in a culture that celebrates uh, being able to make your own choice and being able to um, terminate a baby in the womb. We believe that uh, life begins at conception, at the moment uh, of conception, that life begins there, um, and that it is murder if uh, if you are to terminate it. So um, I know that sounds harsh, um, but uh, that's our belief. That's what we believe God teaches us in the scriptures, that he created us in the womb, that he's the giver of all life. Um, and, you know, for those who may be listening to this and and um, and have had an abortion, um, you know, um, that sucks. 
Um, but we want you to know that God can forgive you. Um, we've got some good friends in Paducah. Um, tell her quick story real quick. She had an abortion after she was raped as a teenager. And, um, and when her and her husband got married, they tried to have kids. They couldn't have kids for the longest time. She kept praying, kept praying. She felt, okay, maybe this is God's judgment against me because I terminated my first child. Um, but that's that, not how that, it works. Is no. It? Well, no. we don't believe in karma either. Exactly. But, uh, but then they started having a bunch of kids and she goes, well, maybe this is God's judgment. That he's just going to give me yeah. an overbearing. <laughs> and he, she really carried that sin for a long time. And thankfully her husband was a godly man and she pulled her side one day and, and knew she was struggling and said, listen, uh, God's forgiven you. You need to forgive yourself of that. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, so it's not that that's a sin that you can't uh, be forgiven of, but, um, but that, you know, we want to encourage all Christians to champion life. So absolutely. Yeah. So that's um, what the kids were given to. And, yeah. Yeah. And then we did have the church at the park. Awesome day. I think you won the adult sack races. Didn't I did. You? Yeah. yeah. I didn't get a prize for it though, but that's okay. And I I'll, think Craig Schoenberg landed on the ground at some point. He was rolling did. around. So Craig, yeah. if you're listening to this, we are talking about you face planning um, from your sack race. Um, so the kids with the, raising that money, they were rewarded, rewarded in two ways. Um, one, you know, just the, the pride of themselves. Like I know I did something good. Um, and two, they got to throw pies at you. They got to throw, not even pies. It was actually shaving cream. Yeah. We skipped on whipped cream. We threw, um, shaving cream pies at you. They threw water balloons at you. So that was another. Yeah. So everybody actually got. thought that that was going to be like, uh, you know, like, oh, Danny's getting punished. You know, he's, he's letting the kids, but who's really the fool? I was the one that was getting doused with water when it was a hundred degrees outside. So. Yeah. That really wasn't, that really wasn't <laughs> a bad gig out. for you. Those kids were vicious, yeah, though. They were. They were a little violent. They were. If it. you were there, you know. <laughs> you know if you know, right? Isn't <laughs> yeah. that what they say? If you, you know, know if you, you know. know. That's right. Yeah. So, uh, but it was, it was fun. It was a really good time. Um, so I hope if you were out there, you can tell your friends and, and everybody. We do it every year. We go out to the park every year. And, we'll have uh, another one at the end of summer. Yeah, yeah. over in Oakville. Over in Oakville. Oakville campus, yeah. yeah. So it was nice. We had over somewhere between 175 and 200 yeah. people, a bunch of our people. We had families from the community. Um, and so it was good to connect with them and, and, and hopefully, uh, get them connected more permanently here at yeah. Lighthouse. So awesome. So yeah, that's what we, uh, had going on. That's what we got going on. Really nothing else new coming up here in the, in the week to come. Um, which everyone on staff is like, I know. You. It is Thank a, you. That's why I had to take the day off today. Well, we had a youth group event on Saturday. We went rock climbing. I'll talk more about that later. Um, we did that. That is strenuous. Holy moly, if you don't rock climb often, that'll wear you out. Um, yeah, and then the church at the park, that was just a whole day's thing. So definitely why I needed a day of rest today. Um, so the news, you know, that's another part of what we do here on the LP is we talk about current events, what's happening in the world today. Uh, if you look at the news, you'll probably see one headline that trumps anything right now. And we do um, praise God that there's no violence trumping anything. There's no horrific uh, murders or genocides or anything that's like taking over the headlines. But there is another headline um, that's popping up that obviously we as Christians um, don't see eye to eye with, and that's Pride Month. Um, It's not Pride Day. It's not Pride Week. uh, It's a whole month dedicated to Pride. So, Danny, why don't you kind of walk us through how we look at Pride Month as Christians? Yeah. Um, so, you know, when we were discussing what what's a topic we could talk about today, I thought, you know, it's relevant. We're right in the middle of it right now. Uh, Pride Month, you know, it celebrates the LGBTQ plus, uh, that whole community, trans community, all that. Um, and, you know, we were talking beforehand uh, that this is a topic I'm sure we'll address on multiple occasions. It's, it's something that's... Um, 
you know, one, just as a father. So before we even get from the Christian perspective, um, I have three daughters and this whole trans uh, athletes thing that, you know, you have men who were ranked 400th in swimming as a collegiate were are now number one as a woman. Uh, quote unquote, you know, identifying as a woman. And so, um, you know, so that's something near and dear to my three girls who play sports or who may attempt other things as women. And to say that they may get snuffed out of a, of, of, of some possibilities, you know, it's something I want to stand up for and talk about. And, um, but, uh, as a Christian, yeah, what, uh, what really caught my eye was just this past week, uh, in major league baseball, you know, every sport, uh, major sports uh, league has adopted the, the, you know, celebrating and, 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 and talking about pride and, and all that, especially this month when it's going on. Um, and so major league baseball, uh, was doing it and there's a team down in Tampa Bay, the Tampa Bay Rays. And, uh, so they were having pride day at their stadium and what they did was on their logos, they took the rainbow flag and they put it over their logo, what their normal logo would be. Um, and there were five players on the Tampa Bay Rays that said, no, we don't want to participate in that. We don't want to wear, uh, we just want to wear the regular Tampa Bay Rays logo. That's what we're doing. We're here to work. We're here to pitch or go hit a ball or whatever, but that's what we're here. And we don't want to do that. And and so one of them was nominated, one of the pitchers was nominated to give a, um, a response to that, to why they were not going to be participating. And so I just wanted to read uh, his response. It said, so it's a hard decision because ultimately we all said that we want that, that we want is them to know that all are welcome and loved here. But when we put it on our bodies, talking about the flag, I think a lot of guys decided that it's just a lifestyle that maybe, not that they look down on anybody or think differently, it's just that maybe we don't want to encourage it if we believe in Jesus who's encouraged us to live a lifestyle that would abstain from that behavior. Just like Jesus encourages me as a heterosexual male to abstain from sex outside of the confines of marriage, it's no different. And so when I saw that, and obviously the responses from uh, ESPN, responses from other news networks and basically shaming these guys, um, for saying that it was wrong for them not to participate. And I think that's where the line in the sand is. The line in the sand is that now, uh, it's not enough to say, Hey, I disagree. I don't want to wear it on my Jersey that day or on my work uniform or anything like that. If you want to do it, you have the freedom to do it. But for me and my beliefs, I don't want to do it. And so now they're being condemned because if you don't celebrate it, you're now a bigot. And as Christians, I know the temptation and the question could be, well, why don't we just live and let live? Why don't we, you know, just let people do their thing and then we'll just do our thing? Well, that's what these guys were actually trying to do, saying, hey, we can't support it because we are followers of Christ. We're Christians, and and we're not saying you can't do it. We, we do disagree with it, but that's your free choice. You can choose to do that, uh, but we're not going to celebrate it. We're not going to promote it as well and uh, because God asks us not to. And, and I loved what they added there, that this isn't just uh, something against homosexuality. This is something uh, even uh, all sin, and that's really what the— The point was, and that's what I try to drive home here, that as much as we believe homosexuality is a sin, as much as we believe 
thinking you're another gender or that you want to marry an airplane or that you want to date a tree out in the backyard. These are things that are hitting the news headlines right now. Um, as, as you know, as much as we would say that's wrong. Well, I would also say that a heterosexual male or female having sexual relations outside of marriage is a sin too, that God hates that too. Absolutely. And so, um, so yeah, I think it's important for us to be willing to engage in the conversation. So, so why do we as Christians, you know, not uh, support homosexuality and why do we not support people being willing to identify as a, as a guy or as a girl or whatever? Um, I just saw on, um, on another article where, uh, where there was a family celebrating that they were able to help their 12 year old trans, you know, walk through that trans, uh, lifestyle and and move from a girl to a boy. And so the reason, you know, one of the major reasons that, that we don't agree with that is obviously in the old Testament in Genesis one, from the beginning, when God was creating, it says that God created man in his own image. He created them male and female. And so that first word, God created man in his own image, that word is Adam. And that's just the Hebrew word for mankind. So, so, and then he says he created them male and female in his image. And so our identity and our maleness and our femaleness is that we are image bearers of God. And so you know, for, for us to say, Hey, it's okay for us to change or to transfer or to, to any of that, then we are making the statement that God messed up, that God messed up when he created me the way that he did. Now, I don't want to take away that people have real feelings about this and that people even believe that they were born homosexual or that they were born with these tendencies to, to want to go different than what we would say is, is an acceptable way before the Lord. But that's just part of the sin nature. Yeah, that's that's in every single one of us. Yeah. You know, there's there's people who are um, born rageful. You just have a natural tendency to be hateful and angry. And God doesn't, God calls us to be away from that. He doesn't want us to be angry towards our neighbor. He wants us to love our neighbor. There's people who, um, I can't really say you were born with a, a drug dependency. I don't know a three-year-old that's been begging for Oxycontin. But there's people who are born with an addictive personality, be it food, be it alcohol, be it pills, be it whatever, screen time even. And God calls us to not be addicted to things, to enjoy things, be good stewards of what he's given us. Why do you keep looking at my belly when you say addicted to food there? You know, Danny, <laughs> uh, you, you said it earlier in the holiday world thing. No, man. Uh, come on. Come on. Put me on blast. Um, but people are born, you know, with, with sin in their heart. And and I've, I used to, honestly, I was wrong about it before. I would say, no, everything is a conscious decision. You weren't born a homosexual. And the more I thought about it and the more I prayed about it, okay, I believe you can be attra- a male, be attracted to another male. I get it. Um, there's males who are attracted to females to the point where they really, they got to not have a cell phone. There, there, it's no different. If you're a male attracted to a male to the point that you feel a sexual desire for them, we as Christians believe you should abstain from that the same way that a male or a female should abstain from sexual desires from a member of the opposite sex if you're not married to them. If you're a married man, man married to a woman, and you see another woman and you look at her for too long, you desire her. That's lust. It's the same level. God looks at those sins the same way. Um, so, I mean, ultimately I feel like homosexuality just comes down to the sex part of it all. Like, I love you dearly, man. You're a brother to me. Um, Tyson Rawls, he is another man that I love dearly. I'd do anything in the world for that guy. Jackson, love these men. 
I don't need to accentuate my love for them with sex. That's where the line is crossed. We're not saying, why can't people just love? Doesn't God tell you to love? We absolutely. Everybody should love. We should love like Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the point. I would I would add one one more thing that um, you know, one of the um as I was thinking about this uh, just this morning, that one of the reasons this is such a um, explosive topic is because it boils down to identity. It boils down to um, typically if you say I'm opposed to the homosexual lifestyle, they, you know, someone will hear that as, well, you're opposed to me because I'm a homosexual. You're opposed to my identity. But that's part of sin. Sin, part of our sinful nature is we we try to find identity in these other things. So it may be sports, and then you see the old washed-up athlete, and he doesn't know what to do anymore because he's not he doesn't have his identity as the big home run hitter or as the guy who threw for a thousand touchdowns or whatever, you know, or or somebody who was a great um, engineer or some, you know, any of these things that people strive after, they live their whole life to achieve these goals. And then when it's taken away from them, they're like, where do I find my identity? And, and that's where this can be explosive because when they hear Christians discussing, saying, we do not accept that as a, as an appropriate lifestyle that would honor God, then, then it can sound like, Hey, I'm attacking you. And I'm saying, listen, I'm putting all, all of us on blast that, from day one, when think about it, when God created Adam and Eve, they were naked and they were fine with that. Like they, there was no shame in that game. You know, they were, they were free to enjoy themselves. God put them together as a married couple. And, and so they were free to explore. They, they saw that, Hey, we've been created opposite. You know, I have parts you don't have, but all of our parts seem to come together. And well, God did that on purpose. You know, there's a, there's a purpose to that. But as soon as they sinned, what happened? What's the very first thing they noticed? They were like, oh, man, we're naked. Yeah, we got to put something on. And now there's shame. Mm-hmm. So now let's find our identity in something else and not in who God created us to be. And so, you know, so th- th- that identity crisis is something that is in all of us, you know, and, and, and it may not be sports or your sexuality or something. It may be that I find my identity in being a parent or I find my identity in being a spouse or I find, you know, these are all things that can look like good things, but man, we're, we're, uh, we're, we can be quick to um, elevate those above finding my identity in Christ. And so that's why we're so thankful that Christ came and lived that sinless life for us, died on the cross for us, that we can find our identity now through him. Um, and so, yeah, so, we want to engage in the conversation. Uh, we don't hate homosexuals. Um, you know, I've had conversations with homosexuals in our community here, and you know, they've asked, "Are we allowed to come?" Or I've had other people say, "Is is my homosexual friend allowed to come?" Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. The absolutely. Church, yeah. This is just a building. Yeah. This yeah. is just walls Look, and roof. We want to you to come. Heat. We want you to. We want you to know you're loved. You that you're going to be welcome. Now. Do we disagree? Absolutely. We're going to disagree. We need to have that conversation. So come hear what maybe or see how we worship, see why we believe the things we believe, and then let's get engaged in the conversation. So, um, yeah, so that's our, you know, that's that's how we would say is you need to address it, um, you know, from a biblical worldview. Um, be willing to engage in the conversation. Be willing to ask questions, you know. Um, and, um, and develop relationships, have those friendships yeah. so that, so that they'll listen to you as well. So, yeah. Uh, Jesus was a friend of sinners. Oh, uh, every one of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he so, was the only one that wasn't no. a sinner. So I guess just to cap it off, 
Do do Christians hate gay people? No. Are are gay well, people yeah, welcome? They should. They should <laughs> yeah, they not. shouldn't. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm I do apologize no. deeply no. if there's a church or a, a Christian that has hurt you and done unspeakable actions. Well, there's a lot of bad examples yeah, out there. There's a whole bunch, yeah. and we'll kind of get into that next week talking yeah. about other parts of the Christian community yeah. and denominations. And yeah, all. but um, we have our own idiots. Yeah. So um, just kind of clear that up, and and we talk about it because again, it's in the news. You know, this mm-hmm. is an ongoing thing. Um, it, it's uh, it's almost like a religion. I feel like the the gay and the trans and the all that entire community. And that's why it's a community yeah. now. It's not just a, it's a movement and it's a whole thing. So we just want to kind of talk about it as Christians. It's not like hey, let's pick on the gays right now. No, it's it's in the news, and mm-hmm. we're going to talk about it and and kind of enlighten you. Hey, this is how we feel, and we'd like to hear how you feel about it too. Um, this isn't something that we have said with a closed door. Again, you know, the, the, the LP uh, email or on Facebook or the church office, you know, talk to us about it. We want to engage in the conversation. It's not facts that we've shoved down your throat um, to just take it and, and shut up. So, um, yeah, there's the news. Yeah. That's that whole topic. And if they do have conversations or questions or comments they want to make, they can hit us at the LP at LCC-Nashville.com. That's the easiest way to reach out to us. Um, and we would love to engage in the conversation. Yeah. So. Well, um, one last thing before we get off. I said I would mention it later, and uh, I wanted to mention it. Talked about the whole rock climbing thing that the youth group went on, so that was kind of our uh, last event before summer. I think Clista might have one or two more lessons before the end of the year, but that's like the, hey, let's get into summer. You know, y'all did great all year. Let's go have some fun. Um, We did rock climbing over at Upper Limits in Maryland Heights, and that was a super awesome time. Again, if you haven't been rock climbing, uh, it is exhausting. It hurts. Uh, I'm not going to say I was a beast at it. I'll leave that humbleness um, aside. Uh, But one thing I did take away from it was uh, just the teamwork and the community that was going on there. Last week, we did the Totally Honest Review about Top Gun Maverick. And uh, you said your big takeaway from that was brotherhood, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, that they were coming together uh, for the greater good and and to fight the good fight. Um, What I got from Saturday with those kids was brotherhood or sisterhood. You know, there was five boys, five girls, however many kids were there, it was, it was pretty even. Um, but they were all constantly cheering each other on. You know, rather a kid only made it up three feet and they couldn't get any higher, you know, constantly rooting each other on. Uh, when they're almost at the top of the 50-foot wall and they're running out of steam or they can't find the next step, they're pointing them to the next step and cheering them on, you know, you got this and keep climbing and you're doing great. And it was just, you know, two straight hours of building each other up and these kids just loving each other awesome. and, and smiles and having fun. So, um yeah, it was a really good thing to see the kids engaging with each other like that. So, um, just another another plug for the youth group. You know, yeah. if you got kids that aren't engaged, man, bring them out. It's yeah. a it's a good time and it's a good community for the kids to uh, you know help find their identity in Christ and and find a community that sees that same way. So, yeah, when you told me you were going rock climbing, I was thinking uh, you were going to free solo that that bad boy. The, that reminds me of that documentary free solo yeah. with Alex Arnold and. Where he climbs El Captain or El Capitane or whatever it is, but it's a 900 meter, one of the highest points, uh, and he does it without any harnesses, no ropes, no. That's why it's free solo, man. If he gets 800 meters up, falls, he's done. He needs somebody. He's done. He needs the youth group out there and, telling him you got. Well, hey, and not only did that guy <laughs> do it, he set like the world record for at the speed on doing it. So yeah, so pretty nuts. But, Nothing like that, man. I'm glad the kids had an opportunity to go do something hard, uh, fun, mm-hmm. and. Uh, to encourage each other and to build those relationships. So I'm glad you guys got to go with them. Yeah, it's a good time. So, all right, man. I think that's it for this week. Right? Yeah, that's all I got. We'll talk to you all next week. Love you, buddy.
Let's see.